I'm not sure I understand the... You got the brains. I want you to tutor him. Percy is flunking history. Nothing seems to be able to motivate him. Hey, I'm challenged. Hmm? You're lazy, self-involved, and spoiled. That's quite the challenge. So, you're going to take on a little teaching job. I know how you enjoy teaching. Yes, but I still have classes, and I don't... Rosenberg, it's time to give something back to the community. I know you want to help your school out here. Ask me how I know. How do you... I just know. And that is a perfect example of unearned guilt. Not earned guilt, but that global phrase that you may have heard and you may have used on yourself or other people, oh, I should give back to the community. I remember listening to one person who said, you know, what did I take from the community? You're, it's not like you stole something and you have to give something back. And guess how, if you wanted to use their language, you give something back to the community. You make yourself into a person that you love. And you pursue your dreams and your goals. And you become a person that is benevolent, warm. But you don't have to sacrifice. The minute you make people give up and tutor somebody that they don't want, as this case, and this was from Buffy, as in the case of Buffy, or have to give up their time, their energy that they would rather spend with their children for some cause they don't care about even, giving back to the community, you need to not fall into that trap of unearned guilt. If you've earned the guilt, then you need to make amends. But if you haven't earned the guilt, know the difference. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions. So if you have any questions about your kids, about romance, about problems in your life, maybe you're overwhelmed, uh, problems with maybe a coworker, your in-laws, pick up the phone, give me a call, toll free, one eight seven seven doctor kenner toll free, one eight seven seven. D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R and also visit my website drkenner.com for books I recommend articles I've written and podcasts that you can listen to or share with a friend and I want to welcome Kathy to the show Kathy you're dealing with stress uh, yes yeah tell me what's going on well um, I had a few well about a year ago I had a series of traumatic events like my Within like a week period, my house caught on fire. I had someone tried to break in, went through some storms, uh, just a whole series of things. And I developed a tremor inside. Okay. And I don't shake on the outside. I shake on the inside. And my question is, I've had some people tell me I should rest totally, no stress. And other people tell me I should push on through it or I'll become agoraphobic or whatever. And so I'm not sure what how to handle this situation. Okay. And how long, this was a year ago, you said? Yeah, and they, about a year. Okay. And they all happened. It's, it's, it sounds like you had an acute stress reaction. I mean, so many things happened at once. And yeah. notice it affects our body. It doesn't just affect our mind, which is critical but it affects your body and your nervous system. And so you're saying you have tremors inside. Is it that you're feeling the shakiness all the time? or how? Explain to me, are you feeling it in your legs, your feet, your hands, your whole torso, or your head, or what? Well, it starts 
at the top and kind of works my way down to the bottom. And if I push myself, it's like the back of my legs really start trembling and um, I have muscle twitches and um, I've kind of got to where I don't like to go places now because things get on my nerves that never got on my nerves before. Like I've always been a really strong person and it's just kind of frustrating and I don't know what to do about it. Okay, the very good news is that you have strengths. You've always been a very strong person. And what you want to do, when, when if I had that same type of trauma or injury, I want to be so supportive of myself. There's a skill in cognitive therapy. Cognitive is a dressy word for thinking therapy, um, where you that tells you to treat yourself as you would your best friend. What would you tell your best friend if she went through a house fire, a break-in, and storms in one week, and a year later she's tremoring? What would you tell her? Well, I would tell her that, um, I don't know. Yeah, and she was always a strong person. She wasn't, you know wishy-washy or just always afraid of things, what would you tell her? Well, I would tell her those events triggered um, something um, in her mind, I guess. Yeah, Um, go ahead. I mean, I would tell her I'm not sure what to tell. Okay, so that you're 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 not knowing what to tell yourself either. So, but what happens with the best friend approach is that you approach it in a in a warm manner rather than in a self-critical one. So that's one skill that you want for yourself when you're thinking about working with yourself to be very loving and supportive, rather than why can't I get over this? Oh my God, it's just me. Maybe I'll never change. Those type of thoughts are going to make you more relaxed or more nervous. So if you have different self-talk, talk, what you say to yourself, if you say to yourself, my gosh, you know, this is an out-of-the-norm experience, meaning it doesn't happen every day to people. And this, this, was, this was severe trauma to think my security was shaken. My home being, you know, fears of uh, people breaking in maybe a little bit or a house fire. And I need to deal with this on both the physical level and on the thinking level. And on the physical level, I want to learn relaxation techniques. I want to learn, and with relaxation, have you been trained in that at all? No. Oh, man. Oh, this would open up the world for you in in terms of relaxing your body because most of us don't know how to relax. You know, we have tight shoulders or we jut our jaw out or uh, crunch our teeth and Mm -hmm. uh, shake our legs or whatnot. And people don't know that it's a skill to actually be able to release the tension in your body. And there are three basic methods to do it, and you can use them all in combination too. But one of them is... If you're if you're relaxed, let's say, what's the most relaxing situation for you? Um, when I'm laying down, um, like sometimes I get so nervous, I just have to go lay down, even though I I don't want to sleep. I just lay down on my stomach and kind of think about 
good times in the past. Wonderful. Because one of the skills is making the, those special good times in the past, very good imagery, whether you were in a beach or in a mountain or with family or very good moments. Collect them in your mind, maybe only one or two of them, maybe three of them. Maybe you want a whole book of them. But imagery helps to recapture your world for you, and that will relax your body. Another thing is is muscle relaxation. If you tensed your fists right now as we're talking and keep them tense and keep them tense mm -hmm. and now gently let them go, let them float, just relax your fingers as they come out and just think of your fingertips un unraveling, mm -hmm. you can feel that it's um, more relaxing. And when you do that, you can learn what's called progressive relaxation, where you go through your whole body, learning how to relax each muscle group, the muscles in your face, the muscles in your arms, the muscles um, in your torso, your legs, and learn how to relax yourself. There are a lot of nice books, maybe a workshop you could go to, or maybe work with a therapist. And another thing is your breathing. When we get anxious, we tend to breathe more superficially. If you can learn nice relaxing breathing to get your mind into a better state that's great but the payoff is actually the thinking component and I would recommend a book Mind Over Mood that you can get at my website drkenner.com and um, that what you want to do is to figure out when you get anxious what is triggering it what thoughts and I know we only have a second or more left so I'm going to talk with you offline but what thoughts are triggering it fear of a house fire fear of break-ins you need to deal with each specific thought and be able to answer it to restore your sense of safety again so listen if you hang on I'll speak with you during the break are you looking for a good book? Do you have questions about romance? Your reading should include The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason by Edwin Locke and Dr. Ellen Kenner. You can get this book by going to our website. It's drkenner.com, drkenner.com. Perfect book for anyone making changes in a relationship or exploring a dating service. It's The Selfish Path to Romance by Dr. Ellen Kenner. Learn how to avoid making bad romantic choices. Simple changes can improve your relationship and quality of life. Learn how romance in a relationship is healthy and how to achieve it. Dr. Kenner will explain why your needs should be met. You deserve and should yearn for a loving, romantic relationship. You're looking for a great book? Log on, drkenner.com. You can read the first chapter for free. Stop settling. Start enjoying your life of romance and passion. The Selfish Path to Romance from Dr. Ellen Kenner. Log on at drkenner.com. 